This is the St. Luligan Podcast Network. Another episode of the Silly with the Wolgans. Bradley! <laughs> Hello. Mitch. Matthew Bird. Hey, Mitch. What's up? I'm just making Brad laugh. That's <laughs> all that matters. I'm not even got my headphones on. I didn't I'm just thinking of a Diet Dr. Pepper commercial. They're hanging on oh, your yeah. mic stand yeah. there, Bird. I can still hear you. Yeah, okay. I was going to say, it's not like you can't hear well, I don't know us. if you heard my solo show last week. Jeff the Cat has you... demolished my brand new headphones. At that. Oh, really? That yeah. She... <laughs> <laughs> it, it, it was, there was really no point. It was a 17-minute episode. I was real proud of myself. Well, good for you. I just hit the high points and got out. <laughs> uh, yeah, Jeff had chewed through the, the headphone cables. So. Nice. That's awesome. Um, so, yeah, it, we've only had one game Hong since Kong. our last three-person show and since the show last week. Um, one game... It was, the, boring, it was boring, wasn't it? It was hot as fucking balls. <laughs> Jesus. Jesus Christ. That's the hottest I've ever been at a soccer game. I think it, and that I, includes the Lions. I honestly think it's the hottest I've ever been in my life. It was. Period. Like, it, it was brutal. We got into the stadium and you just turned to me immediately and I thought you were going to say, I'm going to go get beers and I was going to punch you. And you <laughs> said, you just said, I'm getting waters. Like, first yeah, thing. Yeah, it was, it was funny. When we walked in, stood there for literally three seconds and I was just like turned around I'm like yeah I can't this is not gonna happen I mean you could just there was no air movement no yeah that was that was the key there was no movement and it was funny because at first I was like well maybe it's because of where we're standing and I texted Nancy and Sarah and they're like oh there's no air moving down here either yeah so about about three months ago Broly Darbin who sits next to me said you know he said um I got friends coming into town that weekend can I buy you tickets of you (laughs) <laughs> they'll pay extra yeah and i'm like 60 bucks each for yours yeah so i i didn't have tickets um good for you yeah and you know <laughs> i was getting a little chilly at home <laughs> <laughs> throwing a light jacket yeah it, <laughs> I, chocolate i think i told i don't know if it was you mitch or i told somebody it's like you know like those stories you hear about people with frostbite who start taking off yes. their clothes and yes. running around because they're too hot yeah. like at one point i, I thought i was going to lap myself it's like if I start getting chilly, somebody take me to the to the emergency tent because it was so god. I don't hot. think that was going to happen. I, like, was, I really do. And th- there were a couple of people that did have to go. Yeah, I know. See emergency I know services. that there was two in the first half. Yeah, it was and brutal out there. I, I'll be honest, I didn't make it through the full game. Yeah, because it was it was too much. I, I and God love the players out there because, I mean, playing in that weather, you know, we were just trying to stand still. They were running full tilt, and I mean, we we had set up the tailgate, and we had done that for you know five yeah, hours, six hours before two o'clock. Yeah, <laughs> you know those, but, those Austin players keep having to run back and kick off all the time. Right? <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, let's talk about the game. It was six three. I think towards the end of the game, just some sloppy play was happening, and I, but I, I think that's just pure get out of the heat and worn out and yeah. whatever. I, I mean, what was it at half? Three one at the half, or or two nil maybe. Two nil. Three. Yeah, yeah, it we was two nil, and then it went to three nil right after. Right, right after kick because when okay. we were in the car, and yeah. then they got the penalty, and yeah, and then it was just back and forth. So I mean, we were 
in control of the game until the second half. And then, it, I mean, we were already, I mean, I, I don't think there was any doubt that we were going to win the game. Berkey made some good saves, but I mean. I, th- I think there was like a stretch of five minutes just after they got the penalty. And then Berkey had to make that amazing fingertip save yeah. where you think, hang on, they've got a bit of mojo here. Yeah. But it lasted five minutes, and yeah. then we went up the other end and scored and made it 4-1. Uh, it was it was almost like we were toying with them a little bit. We'd let them have a sniff of the goal, and yeah. then we'd just go back up and, and put a th- three-goal deficit on them again. Um, strange. It was a strange yeah. game, man. But I, I would – I mean, yeah, I mean, Bradley Carnell described it at one at one interview as ruthless, you know, just going at it. And, and again, they're coming off – a month rest. But so with Austin? Well, yeah. No, but what I'm saying yeah. is, I think it was very important to get that win. It was very important to come out and show we can still do it. Um, I mean, Nico with a couple of goals. Sam with a couple of goals. Uh, God, that last goal by Sam. And that what one. What a finish. That yeah. one MLS goal of the week. Cheeky, cheeky. Uh, it, I just, I, all I did was I tweeted filthy. Yeah. And he got liked by the club. And, <laughs> and I was like, yeah. the only thing... The only interaction I've ever had with the yeah. club. Like, it was like, and I mean, having Leuven back again, healthy after you know he's gotten some rest now on that quad or mm-hmm. whatever was the lower leg injury. Um, seeing him out there, sort of bossing it in the first half again, like we know he can. The the excellent dead ball where he put it in and Parker got his head on it. I mean, again, clicking. We looked good. We didn't look like we'd had a month off. God nope. damn it, Matt. Turn your phone off. God, you're an old with the ringer on. <laughs> um, I've lost my train of thought now. No, right, but you have all these preconceived notions of what MLS is like Yeah. before the season starts. And God knows, following St. Louis soccer teams has put me in a dark place <laughs> in the past. <laughs> and you have this notion that you know, the first 10 games of MLS don't really matter. Yeah. As yeah. long as you win your last eight games, you'll make the playoffs. Yeah. So somewhere along the line, I'm, I'm waiting for the teams like Austin, like Seattle, like Portland mm-hmm. to start putting it together. And they're not. Yeah. And I, we are. But see, the thing is, I don't know if they're not or if we're just maintaining a level that is so unexpected that we don't know what to do. Yeah. I mean, again worth reiterating none of us thought we would be in this position at this point no i mean from the beginning we all said the three of us sat here and said multiple times this is either going to be a bust or it's going to be a boom or and and my idea of a boom would have been five 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 hundred fighting for one of those last players right right right. that would have been a successful season this is completely off the books i mean we're still in first place and we're in first place i think we've got a seven game spread and we are in the business end of the season. It's not like yeah, the first the first several games were like, eh, let's see where we are midway. You know, there's a lot, lot of soccer left to play. Now I think you have to say, I'm not saying we're going to win the West, but we are one of the better teams in the West. And in the West, we're second in the Supporter Shield standings. Well, yeah. I mean, that, that alone. I mean, I mean, granted, since... It, which is still so strange to say yeah. that Cincinnati's in first. No, Pat, Pat Noonan's got the move. It is Pat Noonan. Pat Noonan. Right. It's, we'll a Saint Pat Lu- Noonan. it's a St. Louis thing that made it happen. That's right. Alec, that's right. Alec Kahn's in goal. Yes, that so. is. Yeah. I was watching the game last night. I was like, oh, yeah, yeah. 
Yeah, uh, it was nice when I when I noticed that was him in the goal. Yeah, like because I hadn't been paying attention, I didn't see the starting lineups. I just kind of turned it on during the game. Um, but and I it mean, was like, oh hey, that's our guy. That's our Alec Khan. I'm looking here, and it's like we're seven points out of the supporter shield, which okay. that's a lot. I think to you know we're probably not going to catch up. No, but to but, even be in that conversation, right? That's unexpected. Okay, here's. I sent you guys this picture today, and I just want to read these. This is according to playoffstatus.com, and it's a sports website that, I mean, I'm sure it's related to betting, so they know all these odds or whatever. Uh, but right now, St. Louis City has a 99% chance of making the playoffs. Oh, I saw that, yeah. It ha- We have a 96% chance of getting playoffs and hosting a game. We've got a 93% chance at being in the top three in the West and a 63% chance of winning the Western Conference altogether. Yeah. In the last six games of Andy, Anthony Poulos' this season, we needed one point from six. <laughs> to make Thank you. So I just want to remind you of that. Thank you, Matt. Thank you, Matt. <laughs> um, Jesus Christ, I'd forgotten. I, I, God damn it. He's put we me needed, in a dark place. We needed right. one point. <laughs> one point for six games. And, and the first couple were like, that's all right. Plenty of time. <laughs> All we got to do is we got a tie in one of these games. Yeah, one tie in six games. No, that was, nope. No, nope, that was just a bridge not too happen. far. <laughs> what the hell were we thinking? I mean, I will say right now, you know, I mean, and every time we've done a podcast and we put things out, people are like, is it too early to talk about the playoffs? Is it too early to talk about, is it a failure of a season if we don't host a playoff game? It's like at 96% p- possibility, probability, whatever you want to call that, I'm starting to think, yeah, yeah. If if we don't host a playoff game, it will be disappointing. I think it's good that you're always raising your expectations. Thank you, thank it, you. It really is, and and so right now, right now, just as a point of reference, we have we have uh, 44 points. Minnesota, who is in that ninth spot right now, which quote unquote makes the playoffs right now, has 31 points. That's, I mean, well, and I will say this article. I don't have it here printed out, but it did say. Um, if we keep up our current pace, we would finish on 62 points. Mm-hmm. And that would be the highest ever expansion team, I think they said, since Chicago. And again, we've talked about that. That was back when there was, you know, eight, nine, ten teams. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, that would eclipse Atlanta. That would eclipse LAFC. That All of these Seattle great all, teams yeah. that had great starts. Um and, there's and a, nobody predicted it. It's no. astounding. And there's, it astounding. there's 10 games left in the season right yeah. now. And, and I mean, and that, yeah, that seems crazy. We're two-thirds of the way, more than two-thirds yeah. of the way through the season. It, it Nobody, and I mean zero. It, it, it's got to be like in March Madness where you see everybody's bracket is busted yeah. except for like one random dude. Yeah, He's got St. Ambrose going all the way. Yeah, exactly. And, and, and yeah. I do know just, just from, I'm going to say Twitter. I'm not saying the other thing because I just can't. On blue Twitter, sky? Yeah, blue sky. On Twitter early on, like before the season started, there were people like, hey, I'm in Vegas. I'm throwing down $5 on on City to win the MLS Cup, you know, just just because they're my team and it's new and, and that's fun. And I wonder what those would pay off now. Like, because you get the odds when you make the bet, right? Yes, yeah, yes, yeah, yeah. yeah. So back then it was like nobody. Yeah, it was crazy. It was, it was like twenty to one. Yeah. It was like the guy I went to college with that bet on the Rams yeah. the year they won because right. he was because it big, came out of nowhere. Right and when he was there in like March yeah. for March Madness. Yeah. So they were 
literally bottom of yeah. the barrel when he put his bet down. We'll just throw this out there. If you made a bet early on, like before the season started, tell us tell us how much you bet and what the odds were, because I just want to see that. You know who I think? <coughs> I think Andrew Vernon. Andrew Vernon I did. I think he did. I think, I think he, he did. So let's, yeah. There, and I know there was a couple people that posted their pictures of their slip, yeah. you know, before the season started. So I hope somebody we know or some city fan just wins a killing, you know. Yeah. Put down twenty bucks at two thousand to one or something crazy. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, because you're I, like eh, twenty bucks. Who cares? I, I I do think it's too early to start talking about MLS. Yeah, years. no, I'm but, not saying we're gonna but, win. Yeah, but at what point do you start talking about it? And and I think I think it's not too early to talk about home playoff games. I don't think it's too. Yeah, early to start. well, that was my point. I think you know, I think playoffs. Yes, you can and talk I, about it. And I mentioned it. qualification to the Concacaf Ch- Champions League. Yeah, that is a possibility. Now, you may know more than me. What are the what I, are the official slots? I well, the league's cup comes into it now. Yeah, that, they added more slots. There's a possibility that nine MLS teams right. get in, and, that, and it used to be like five. And it's the th- that's a third of the league. Yeah, but if we fin- if we win <laughs> the West, you got yeah, th- then we're in. And you know, my dreams of going to Guadalajara <laughs> or Toluca or wherever. Like, God, I hope it's not. Uh, Could you ima- hope it's not Mexico City because Club America is going to kill us. But wouldn't that be a story, though, from the Lions to Chivas? Yeah. Or from the Lions yeah. to, to, to Tigres? Um, yeah. that, that would be a hell of a story for us. Yeah. But um, I don't think it's too early to start talking about that. Or- no. And again, I mean, we're all talking. We're not. None of us think I'm not betting that we're going to win the MLS Cup. I I still think there's a lot of soccer to play, and there's also, you know, they used to say it in the NBA a lot. You kind of have to make a couple trips there before you, yeah, you know, can do it. Yeah. Um, and this team has done amazing. They've they've far surpassed our expectations, but there will be another gear for playoff soccer. Now, yes, maybe maybe well, these guys are already in it. You know, we've we've not won a must-win game yet. Yeah. You know, we and then I, it's a. T- we've only well, when played you, when three. You, when you win uh, the, the five, op- the Open Cup and the. Yeah, but uh, when you win your first five or six or whatever we did, you're not in that must-win situation. You know, I'm going back to like Open Cup yeah, yeah, and, yeah. and the League Cup and stuff. We only have like three games. Yeah. And I and again. How much did they put into those? Were, did they think it was a must-win, or were they just like, oh, "Let it go"? We're putting all our eggs in the league basket. I so it's too early in April and May to, to go all in on the league. So, I, I was very disappointed with the Chicago Fire Open yeah. Cup game, honestly. So I just looked it up. At preseason, most of the UK betting sites had us at pl- plus eight thousand. Eight thousand going in. Christ. So so twenty bucks, sixteen hundred dollars. Yeah. Nice. I mean, that's just ridiculous. What, what was it? Two thousand to eight. What did you say? Eight thousand to one uh, plus eight thousand. It said. Is that eight thousand to one? I, I don't think so. I uh, yeah. I I get confused on that. Yes, yeah. See, uh, no, it's eighty to one. Eighty, 80 to one. one. Okay. Well, I know. I know it was bigger here because, like, we were off of the, <laughs> you know, when they put out the the first table showing your odds, we weren't even on the table of yeah. Like yeah, no, we were yeah. It, literally, I was just looking at that table. And once you get out, like once you got out of the ten or twelve, yeah. it just started saying these four teams are at plus one thousand. These yeah. five teams are at plus whatever. Yeah. You, you also made a great point. Said if you're a GM in this league, 
and you can't make the playoffs and a team with the second lowest payroll and just grabbed, it came out of nowhere. Came out of nowhere, just grabbed five nobodies out of the Bundesliga and started winning games. What, well, what are you doing? Yeah, that's the point. I mean, we were laughing this morning about the pundits because the pundits all mm. picked us to be last. And, well, you know, they're all eating crow now. But, yeah, it's the professional. It's the GMs yeah. who, you know, every time they say, that's ah, a difficult league, you know, Carnell and Lutz, they've basically done it with guys we've never heard of or guys we've heard of and other teams, they were surplus to their needs. Yeah. They, you know, Parker was let go. Giacchini was let go. Jackson. Jackson. Go uh, uh, you know, Josh Yarrow, you know, was playing in San Diego in USL. Well, there's going to be a lot of that plays available. Well, I don't want to talk about no, that. I, I feel terrible for them. Uh, and the only difference between them and here is at least our ownership was part of the yes. ownership of the MLS team. You don't want to talk about it. Let's not talk okay. about it. Yeah, let's not talk about it. But – you know, if I was an owner of one of these other teams, I'd be like, "What you do? Oh, look what fucking Lutz did." You said you said Parker wasn't worth our time. Yeah. You said you, you know said, none of these guys were worth it. You said there was nobody in Europe we could get to make our team better. Why? Why were you paying twenty percent more in wages than these guys? Yeah. and fifteen points behind them. Yeah, what what are you what are we doing? And it, and don't get me wrong. I, I mean, I think we saw. With, with Pat Barry, Dale, and Jeremy, how hard it is oh, to yeah, start yeah. a team. Yeah. But that that makes what, what I mean Berkey all... Berkey's really the only known quantity we had, but even him, there were some questions about is it worth giving him that much money? And I think, I mean, again, without Berkey, what? we wouldn't be where uh, we are. Bomb, bomb. <laughs> but I mean, Blum. again, there's another guy that if you're a good scout, maybe you should have seen Blum. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, well, and, and uh, Nelson and Alm, you know, like there's a Klaus, couple of those guys, Klaus, Adu. There's a couple of those guys that it's like, yeah, you probably should have pulled them out before now. I mean, and, and granted, maybe they wouldn't. They only I mean, maybe Lutz it is had a, a connection. connection. I get that, but are I mean, all of them. Are you scouting? What, what, yeah. yeah. So I would be curious to see how many again, of those players were on. But again, the list. you said you know our payrolls. You know the the second, bottom second. bottoms. You know, it's not like we had to give them a ton of money to get them here. Like we got all these players and we didn't pay a lot of money overall. I mean, so that, that doing is, something right. That is an indictment of the other GMs. I think very much so. But, but we've talked about it before though, too, is that the way MLS is set up with the Tam and Gam yeah. and all that kind of stuff, how it's easy to skew the, Oh yeah. You can uh, top load and uh, yeah, the, the salaries towards your forwards. But if you have a more complete team, it works out. But you have to pay for the forwards. I mean, we did not have to go out and give half of the Apple TV money to one player. No, we did not. <laughs> we did not. Okay, let's talk about that just a little bit. I thought last night it was going to be the night there for a moment. I mean, he's he's class. We all know Messi's class. Um. And somebody was that stupid STL blonde lady was like, oh, Jesus. I told you. It's like, no, no, nobody said he wasn't great. Right. Nobody, we just said, don't fawn over him because we have our own team. Like, yeah. and Nashville got in trouble because apparently they booed or said they're going to boo Messi when yeah. he comes in. I don't know. People were like, that's so classless. It's like, you root for your home team. 
I appreciate what a great player he is. Absolutely. But I'm not going to cheer for him. I, I enjoy watching yeah. Miami play everybody else that is not St. Louis. Yeah. I will watch that game. I will enjoy it. And he he's definitely made them better. And adding... And his buddies. And his buddies, exactly. <laughs> I still don't know if he can get them into the playoffs starting where Miami started. I, I don't know. I mean, I could be wrong, but and, and if, you, if they last eight, last eight games, yeah. And if you if they if they do get into the playoffs, he can make a difference. He can yeah. he can win any game. I, I made a point on Twitter a couple of days ago. I said, you know, there's a lot of Sams and and Josh Yarrows in, in USL in the lower leagues of it, and I'd rather give them an opportunity than you aging superstar and someone said to me and, and they were rightly rightly said you know in in a close game though yeah the chips are down do you trust sam or do you trust your, your guy who's been there and yeah. done it before and it's, it's a fair point especially seeing Messi's pass last night he's you know he's I mean, been there and done it take take Messi out of the equation he is, but I mean, he's an outlier yeah he's he but like a, a shakari in chicago well, exactly yeah. yeah you know i i would rather give an opportunity to someone like Sam and Josh, and and kudos to Josh, honestly, because I, I was on the fence with him, yeah, and I was like, does he really have it at this level? Blah blah blah, and, and I mean, he's and had a couple he, of a couple of so so games, but he cares. Every time yeah. he started, especially at home, we've not lost. Yeah, when he started at home, we've not lost. At, at home, we are we're dangerous at yeah. home. Well, and credit to Sam too. Sam's a guy that. It wasn't quite clicking. They sent him down to get some work down at San Jose or uh, San Antonio. And now he's come back. He made the most of his time down there, got a little confidence, and he's brought it back with him, and he's playing better. He, went to, he was in San Antonio? Yeah. Oh, he must fucking hate Austin then. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I hope so. Well, and that's, and that's a, another thing we can talk about. Klaus has been training. You know, we, we joked about it, but... Now Klaus has to make a case to get back in the team. Like I mean, I still think he's he's our best. It's different because he plays a different position. He's a true straight up number nine. But like I, people dog on Giochini, what's the kid got to do to prove himself to you? He's scoring goals. We got a double digit striker for free. Yeah, I mean a double digit, and he had a slow start. I mean, yeah, he has really. Carried the load it, since. If it hadn't J- been Jack for Klaus. him during this spell without Klaus, we might be in some serious trouble. I think Stroud's fallen off a little bit of a cliff. I would move, try and move Sam out wide if we can, or bring Son of Thor on. on the well, and that's side. the thing we got. We got to incorporate Thor if he's you know playing well. I mean, good problems to have for Bradley Carnell, but you just want to say Thor. It's Son not. Of Thor? It's not like Klaus just says, "Okay, I'm back." They got to think about it. They're like, well, we really don't want to fuck with Nico. We don't want to, you know, what? like you don't want to upset the apple cart. We want to add to it. But if if it throws things off, we'll see. Well, and the, I think the part that it's, it's a hard, discussion at least. Nico had such a poor start. Or I wouldn't say poor start. He just he looked lost at I the think, beginning. I think and, all and, strikers just have to get on a little vein of confidence. All he, as soon as he got that rhythm, he's been yeah. I get, like I, I'd have a hard time sitting them right now. And I mean, you know, we had this discussion with Brown and Tony. Like, they don't like him. And no. I'm like, what does the kid have to do? And I think finally now they're like, okay, it's undeniable. He's. I mean, but I think it was because of those early games yeah. that he just. I, 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 
you need to get that monkey off your back. You do. You, you need to get you that do. confidence. And, 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 and I confidence do think part, breeds confidence. Yeah. And, and I do think part of it is is that it is, it was, it was, I, I don't want to say it's an imposing situation to be put in, but, you know, Klaus is out and... Like, there's but it's a, also like like he had that one crazy goal where it was like the back heel flip. Yeah. And you can look at that one of two ways. You can say, oh, that was complete luck. He didn't know what he was doing. Or you can say, no, he's he's got a little bit of form going and he's confident enough to try that. And it's like when, when we started and they said, oh, well, Charlotte handed you the game. Oh, oh Austin handed you that yeah, game because yeah. they turned the ball over where you are. And pretty soon you're like, no, that's the style of play we create those turnovers. And and are you lucky or are you good? Or so, are you making your own luck? So I think when Giochini had like those first four or five goals, people were like, yeah, he's, yeah, he's still lucky. He's not. I mean, but now you can't. It's not luck. It's double digits. I, I, think, but, the, I think the pressure was on Nico because it didn't go exactly great down in Orlando for him. He, yeah. And I think. He, he may, took a dip in his trajectory. He, he may have thought he's coming at the last chance to loon here. Yeah. And it's. You know, or sometimes just on. sometimes just a change is what you need because not everybody works with every system. But if you just said to, if you just said to anyone back in March that in three months time he'll have had double digit goals, yeah. they'd been they'd have took it they'd have took and it, been thrilled. Your, they'd have snapped your arm off. And if I would have said, "Hey, if Nico doesn't have double digit goals, we'll be in trouble," you would have just said, "Oh fuck," because I didn't think he's getting double digit goals. You know what I mean? Like mm -hmm. the expectations were low, but he has again surpassed them. And again, we have to stay at, at a certain point. He's not lucky. He's good. Oh yeah, absolutely. Just like St. Louis FC first five, six games. Well, they're lucky. Now we're post, you know, more than halfway through the season and we're still top of the West. No, we're good. Maybe a little lucky. But lucky, but again, leads we made to a, we made our own luck right. a lot of times. Exactly, like, and that was the thing that always bothered me about the turnover concept. Right, it's like no, no, you're making your luck there a lot of times, and and I do think that Gio, that Giacchini did do that as well. Yeah. That it was he had to start making his own luck. He yeah. had to stop waiting for it to happen to him. And once he took ownership of what was going on around him, yeah, that's who we got. And now, if he can keep that confidence when Klaus is back in there and they can play off of each other, they'll both be twice as dangerous because you can't overload one of them. And, and the pressure, I think the pressure's off Nico now a little bit. It's and the pressure's off Klaus. Because when he was, he was our number one, and guys were doubling on him. If he goes two, three games without a goal coming in, the, the, you know, the, yeah, yeah. You gotta get that, he'll have to get that monkey yeah, yeah, back yeah, up. Yeah, yeah. He's starting the season again from scratch, mm -hmm. essentially. Yeah. You know, and... and but the the roles are reversed a little bit. He he's looking for that monkey off his back, and Nico's on a roll. And yeah, but again, that, that's also the great thing too is that you know, with Nico rolling, okay, let's put in Klaus at the seventieth, eightieth. See what yeah, we get out. We don't have to rush him back. We don't have to force him back. We don't have to rush him. And and if he and you know if he comes in and starts pouring in the goals, well, okay, now we have to make a decision. Mm -hmm. But you know, if he needs a little bit more time to get into a game, we can do that. We have that. And again. If you would have told me that in March, April, that we'd have that kind of luxury, never would have believed it. It's, it's been unbelievable. Oh, yeah. People were losing their minds the longer Klaus was out. Like, what aren't they telling us? How bad is it? I, that's still there. But. No, I understand. <laughs> but we're still top of the West. Right. It doesn't matter like we thought it would. Yeah. Okay. Um, real quick. We've got uh, Orlando this weekend. And 
we're doing a watch party at second shift. Um, I don't know what time it starts, but it's the East Coast game, so it should be earlier than Correct. than you know those crazy late starts. That would be eighty degrees. <laughs> well, and we'll be inside <laughs> at second shift. Um, and then Wednesday night, short rest. We're playing. Is it Dallas Wednesday? I think it's FC Dallas, right? Yes. Um, we are going. The Luligan Street is going to be shut down for that game, so we will have our street party on Wednesday so you can come down after work as soon as work's out come down uh, don't know about the food trucks yet but I think we'll have at least one down there yep so plan on pre-gaming with us before that game hope to God it's not as hot as it was last Sunday it's looking I, I've been watching the weather and it looks like this weekend it's, it's got a break it breaks okay it, it does this weekend it breaks yeah it's like it we like, so it'll it, warm back up for wednesday no, like, <laughs> you know like, when you're off at the weekend it's gonna be shit yeah. and then when you yeah. <laughs> you, you, you mean like how it was beautiful weather for like three yes. weeks and then when we came back oh. it went up to a hundred and a thousand of course uh so plan on coming wednesday night with us to that game and then we got the kc trip um that is the day before labor day is that correct? Yes. Well, so it's, well, it's the, the Saturday sat- of Labor Day weekend. It's the Saturday of Labor Day weekend. Yes. yes. So we get a couple days to recover. Going to need mm-hmm. it. Um, and we do still have some bus tickets available. So go to the St. Luligan's website and click shop if you want to go. The ticket will include not only a bus ticket there and back, but a game ticket. Mm-hmm. You can't just buy it to get the game ticket, and you can't buy it just to get the bus ticket. It's a It's a package deal. Yep. Um, and the reason we do that, somebody asked nice or not very nicely yesterday. And I told them the team helps us out with those tickets specifically because we're agreeing to drive people to the game. Yes. Because a lot of people <clears throat> are driving on their own to the game. And if you have season tickets, you could have gone through your rep to get them. Um, but no, you can't like, there was a guy that lives in Kansas city. Can I buy two of the bus tickets? No, no. The team wants us to take people yeah, from St. Sure, Louis. Sure you can. Come out to Brentwood. <laughs> right. Get on the bus. Right. You have to drive to St. Louis. Yeah. Um, right now, we don't have the exact times yet. These emails will be going out. It, so I literally had the call today with Kansas, okay. with Kansas City front office. We're, when For those that are curious or want to know how this process works, so we've had the tickets for sale for a while. We know the general idea that we'll meet at that Brentwood uh, metro garage like we normally do because it's a central location uh you know it will get on we'll go we'll make the stop this this trip we are planning on leaving early enough to tailgate um and, and part of that is too also is that there will be some things that come along with that that we'll be able to announce once everything comes out but tomorrow the sgs and caleb we have a discussion make sure that there's some agreement on some of the options and, and, and variables that come into play and then we'll probably start, you'll probably start seeing the email come out this weekend uh, just because I have a job, you, yeah. know, you know. But the goal is we're going to get, first of all, it's a shorter trip than the other two yep, bus trips. Four hours. Um, the goal is to get there a little earlier than we did for like Chicago so we can have a few drinks um, in the parking lot. If you've never been to Children's Mercy, there's absolutely nothing around. It's a, it's a parking lot in the middle of Kansas. It's... It's not like there's a bar right across the street like there is where we are. Nope. Um, so we will be, the buses will be in a lot. We will tell you where that is if you're driving. You It'll be the orange there. lot. I okay, can tell you, you that right now. It's the orange lot. Um, Which, by the way, 
furthest away as it should be. I of mean, course. we would do the same if we could. Um, ne- next to the Nebraska furnace. <laughs> Actually, it's next to Nebraska. <laughs> <laughs> the uh, the cauldron has been very gracious. We are invited to go over there, but Mitch just said we had the security call today. The supporters groups always have a security call for every away game where they kind of tell us the do's and don'ts. Um, they don't want us to invade their tailgate and, and take it over and be jackasses. Now, if you want to go mingle with them, say hi, be be pleasant, friendly banter. Mm-hmm. You can go over there. You can share a beer. Honestly, most of them have been great. Oh yeah, yeah. They're you can you can trade scarves. You can do all that stuff. But we will be setting up our tailgate outside of theirs. Speaking of our tailgate, yeah, there may be an appearance by something there. Oh, the Stanley Cup? No, <laughs> <laughs> something. Another thing Kansas City will never see. Oh, what is that? Uh, you're gonna save it. You'll just have to wait and see. You'll just, you know. Did you invite Dankinger? <laughs> He's dead. <laughs> well, we dug him up. <laughs> We're gonna show that bastard to Kansas City Wood just to rub That's it in true. our faces. Um. So anyway, road trip. If you need a bus ticket and a game ticket, please go to our website and Dankinger's get that. Dankinger's as dead as their start was. Yeah. Um. If you're driving separately, please plan on meeting us in the orange lot if you want to have a little pregame. And the orange lot does open at 3.30. 3.30. I can say that. Um, and here's the the thing we always say. As soon as the game is over, do not fuck around. Do not go to the team store. Do not decide then you want to go trade scarves with a Kansas City fan. March out with the group whenever they let us go out because there will be a hold because there always is. And we're getting right on the bus and we're coming home. So this is, again, not because we're fun haters. This is because people have to get home. And also, our drivers are limited to a certain amount of hours they can work a day. Yep. 11 hours in a 14-hour window. So as soon as that game is over, we got to get back on the bus so the guys can drive us home. I think we've got three buses right now. Um, that will probably be all just because we can't get any more tickets. Yes, is that's the, it. Is the key. That's it. Um, but if you're on the fence... This is the trip to do. This is going to be a good trip. If you've never taken a, a Luligan road trip, they're always fun. They're always memorable. There's good stories. Um, you will be responsible for cleaning up your bus area. Uh, last time to Nashville, it didn't go so great. We had some people leave a mess on a bus. Uh, I think we were pretty pretty chill about it. We didn't you know, publicly shame them or, or do anything. But guys, you're adults clean up your fucking bus because if you don't then we have to pay a hefty cleaning fee and they may say we don't want to use you guys as customers anymore so just be a grown-up dicks yeah don't be a dick also and we can say this too before the trip i'm hopefully we'll have another show before then but i can't promise that the kansas city did announce that if you are too messed up to get through (laughs) the line in a suitable fashion you ain't getting in. Yes. And so if you're if you're too shitty on if you're drunk, if you're high and they see you wobbling, if they see you having upright issues, they ain't letting you in. So heads up. And I will say he's not just, you know, trying to be mean to you guys. The first call he made was to me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Brad, <laughs> I know how you are on a bus trip. Yeah. You gotta be maintain, dude. Maintain, dude. Maintain. All right, let's do some listener questions and get out of here because I've got a cat. I'd rather be home at playing with. Honk honk. Uh, Pat Hulahan, do you feel that the January twenty twenty four transfer window? Oh man, you're asking me to think into the future. Uh, will provide the chance for City two players, 
uh, Klein is ex- an example to stake a claim for the bench role for next season. Uh, and percentage chance City looks at a guy like Albert Dequa as a potential signing for 2024. Here's what I'll say. For the 2024 season, what most MLS teams do is they have their whole City 2 team in. Mm-hmm. Um, and when MLS had their two teams in USL, almost all of those guys went to the MLS camp sort of as not just trialists, but filling in roles so they could do scrimmages and things. But if you're on the city two roster, trust me, they're looking at you. They know, you know what you've done. Those get those coaches. A lot of times are at the city two games or they're definitely watching film on you because they're pulling people up throughout the season. So I would say Klein and others, they do have a chance to get in now. For example, if we need a left back, which that's one of the areas right now where I think we do. we're probably thin. They're going to be calling in any left back they've looked at. Now, just because you're on City 2 and you've had a good season doesn't mean you're ahead of anybody they can bring in. But I think anybody who's on the City... There's a reason you're on the City 2 team. They're looking at you. Uh-huh. So um, that's a good shot. A guy like Albert Dequa. I don't know. Again, Albert's an international slot. That's always a question. Um, I thought about that. You know, you don't waste international slots on gambles. But we do have a Bosnian guy that comes to the pitch. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> but That's I, true. You know, God, I love Albert. And, and players like... But Albert's doing great things in Pittsburgh. Yeah. Um, Albert's lucky in the fact that, you know, he's got the French thing. You know, if I'm if I'm a French league dirt team, yeah. I'm looking at him. You know, he's he's gonna have other options. How old is Albert now? He's twenty six. So he's starting to get in his prime. This, you yeah, know. but it's not like you're you're gonna put some bet on Albert because he's twenty three. You know what I mean? Like he's, he's already he's, sort of there. He's getting into yeah. his prime. So he's doing great things right now. If if I'm his agent, I'm like yeah. stay in Pittsburgh. They're, 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 they're and doing. what I what I would say about Albert, and it goes back to during FC days when we would talk about a guy like Tyler David who was very versatile and we liked him and we we liked that he could you know fill a couple of roles for mm-hmm. us and like we were shocked whenever other teams weren't interested in him or whatever and I think it's because there are tons of guys like Tyler David out there mm-hmm. like every market has three or four Tyler Davids that that went to college there like yeah and and Albert there are other strikers doing what Albert's doing, you know, what, however you want to say it, but we know Albert and we love Albert because we had up close experience with him. There's probably a guy in San Diego right now who the San Diego loyal fans are like, this guy's amazing. I hope he gets a chance either at the new San Diego MLS team or, or wouldn't it be great if St. Louis picked up this guy? Mm-hmm. And I think every market probably has a guy like that. So it, it kind of actually reminds me of when when FC started, we had the Patrick Duties and the Alec yeah. Cons come play for us because they were what we what we referred to as tweeners at yeah. the time. They weren't getting time for Chicago, but they were too good to be at right. our at our level. And I think that with the growth of the leagues in the United States, that that 
that tweener status is a lot different than it was yeah. back then. The guys that we think aren't tweeners that should be up probably are actually tweeners yeah. today. And guys that were tweeners then probably should just be in USL. Yeah, probably. Uh, fake city account. Is it safe to start thinking about hosting home playoff games? And I think, yeah, we talked about that. Um, it is safe to start thinking about it. And I think it's, it's safe to start planning on it. Um, and then his other thing is, I wonder if the prices will be crazy. I'm thinking they're probably going to do it like they did with the league's cup where season ticket holders will get a chance to buy their season ticket. Well, that will definitely happen. Season ticket holders will get a chance to buy their season ticket for the playoff games. I don't think they're going to rake us over the coals because they want us there. I think, you know, the what were the league's cup tickets? 30 bucks a piece? Something like that. For for our tickets which are normally 21 bucks yeah. a piece. Um I can't imagine them charging too much because they want the fans who've been there all year there hyped now the secondary market will be insane yeah and people will be matt bird's already like thinking about it hmm, how much could i sell my tickets for uh and there will be people selling their playoff tickets on the aftermarket and mm -hmm. like i have one season ticket in the supporter section if they come to me and say hey you've got first shot at your ticket and you can buy one extra then maybe i will buy an extra and i don't mean that to sell it but i mean I've got friends who don't have season tickets. It'd be like, oh, this would be a great time for them to come to a playoff game. Uh, or, you know, Mitch, maybe Jack's girlfriend wants to come and he'll say, Brad, will you buy your extra so Abby can come to the game or whatever. So the ones that make it through, either through people or through the team to the secondary market, it's going to be insane. It's going to be, I mean, I don't think it's going to be messy tickets, which... Yep. Might get close though. But I mean, those first couple of games, how much were tickets going for? Six hundred bucks mm -hmm. to the supporter section yeah. when it's a twenty-one dollar ticket. We, we, it could get that crazy, but I don't think the team's going to rake us over. I hope not. I, I but I, I imagine. I mean, there's going to be an increase. Like there's going to be an increase, but I, like Blues tickets, I, I think you know if it's a if it was like a sixty dollar ticket, they were like eighty five. Yeah, I that, mean, it's that kind of distance, if I remember correctly. But I don't think they're going to say supporters. I haven't been to a Blues playoff game in a little bit, so don't <laughs> quote me You on won that. the Stanley Cup a few years ago. Get and you know what? It. That's perfectly fine <laughs> trade-off with me. You know what? But I don't think the team's going to say you're, you're 100 bucks for a seat, for a playoff ticket. Not for for, for my section. seats, yeah. No. I don't know how much your seats are, Matt. But. They're, they're very close to yours. I think they're 25 okay. per game. And you know, I think it also depends who it is. You know, yeah, if, well, that's if true. If it's Dino, Houston Dynamo. There's going to be less That's of an a good appetite. Point. That's but a good I don't know. First ever playoff game. Oh, no. no hosting right. it. Yeah. I, th I think that there will be obviously an added. But if it's Seattle. Yeah. That's, yeah, yeah. Because oh, they're going to want to come. Their fans will want to be down. Yeah, no. That. It just depends who it is. Well, too. I mean, if we're going, you know, one seed versus eight seed, it could be sporting Kansas City. We oh. could be hosting them for a playoff game. That would be huge. Um, So, yeah, we'll see what it is. But. Wow. Okay. Bio. Yeah. So right now, right now it would be the winner of the, well, yeah, because there's the playoff Van Vancouver, game, Vancouver, yeah, Austin, game. Vancouver, Austin, Minnesota. Yeah. As of today. Well, obviously we don't want Minnesota. <laughs> no. They're the harder team of those three. I mean, we we smashed. And, and Houston is right there with. They're barely above Austin. They're on the same points, but ahead on numbers. I mean, I haven't watched a lot of Houston, but Houston seems to be like. Some games they'll be surprisingly good, and some games 
they're yeah. just not like I can't I can't give you the book on Houston because it seems to be all over the place. But again, again, it goes back to what you're saying. Like, what are they doing? What what's what's like Houston, Vancouver, yeah. even Minnesota? When when Minnesota came to play us, they looked really good. Yeah. What are they doing down there? <laughs> What's the point of them? The <laughs> <laughs> that's still one of my favorite Matt Bird quotes of all time. It's, it's What's, not a, What's the point of them? It's, that's not quite true. He was talking about shit. Newcastle. Yeah, he was talking about Newcastle. <laughs> Let, let's talk about that. Well, Everton are the new. What's yeah. the point of them? Yes, that is true. Everton is now the new. Sorry, Cody. <laughs> all right. Uh, biologist Ryan, uh, what the fuck do we do with our back line who aren't named Parker? Hebert and Yarrow had an awful game versus Austin. Granted, some of that had to do with the heat. I think that's a lot of that. Uh, he said it's two or three games in a row where they've struggled, um, or I can't remember their performance. Um, I mean, yeah, the back line is a work in progress. Uh, I'm good. But with, I'm good if you don't remember it. That that's, yeah, that's true. that's actually a good thing when it comes to defenders. That's true. Because you only either remember the great plays yeah. or the really bad plays. If they're doing their job, you're not going to remember Well, them. and I think all season we've been trying to struggle of who's our best back four, and, and we've chopped and changed a lot. But we are um, – we're all getting an, an Amber Alert here yeah. or something. Anyway, uh, we are still in first place. So – Yes, in the playoffs, it's much more uh, critical because you can't just lose a game, uh-huh. you know. Uh, I think Parker, obviously, we'll, we'll see what Nielsen comes to, but I think you got to count on him to be, by the time the playoffs roll around, game fit, ready to go, and we expected him to be a starter at the beginning of the season. Mm-hmm. Um, then we got to see the the wingbacks. we got to see what's happening and. You know, I don't know what our best combo is, and I don't. I'm not sure Bradley Carnell knows what the best combo is. He's just plugging holes right now. Kyle made a hell of a mistake for that penalty. That was a choppy challenge in the middle of the box. And he's had it's hard. It's hard. You know, it's but it's hard to criticize Kyle because you know he's two, been played out of position. But most also of the two year. years ago, he was, he was at MSU in college. Bears. Yeah, you know, he's he's made a hell of a leap. yeah, yeah. Um, and Yarrow, Yarrow's had some games where I think, God, he's you know he's given his all out there. He's he's laid it all on the line, and that's all you want from players. And and but even Blom had a bad game, honestly, yeah. against Austin. I mean, it's okay. You can have an off game. It happens. Well, and again, up until halftime, I think everybody would have said it was a fine game, and then things kind of fell apart. Again, it's over a hundred degrees. Uh-huh. Guys have been running for sixty minutes, and and it's easy to drop a step or two. So we'll see how it goes. But I, I still think, God, I don't know. Left back is a complete toss-up to me because, I mean, Hebert's been being played out there, but that's not his natural position. Mm-hmm. We just brought in the kid from Colorado that I can't say his name. Um, but, no, I don't know the guy from Adam, but signing anyone from Colorado doesn't fill me with confidence. <laughs> no, but I, but, I, but I think that's his natural position. Yeah. But, again, you, you – it's like flipping a house. When you flip a house, you look for the worst house on the best block. Yeah. You know, when when you're looking for players, you're looking for the best player on a shit team. And and that and the fact that we've talked about the way the roster rules are, mm-hmm. you run out of money before you complete your roster. So we've loaded it up with, you know, if if Adu plays 
the best he can play, and Blom plays the best he can play, and we've got some options at wing. Any one of them can work out there, even though Bradley doesn't call him a winger. Um, you know, we've got forwards that can score. We've got a lot of options, but you it, there's no team who you said like every spot one through through eleven they're top quality. You know, you're going to have spots yeah. on your team that just aren't what you want them to be. The thing is, can you cover for those mistakes or can you structure your game plan where you, everything doesn't fall apart if your left back isn't perfect? But also, if, you, if you've got no problem scoring goals and you're 3-0 up at halftime, right. you know, you, you, you cover for a, a, a left back who's a bit uncomfortable yeah. that way. Yeah, so I think... Whatever I told you, Ryan, if I said these these are my top four, I would still say, but he could have a stinker that day, or he's not great every game, mm-hmm. but he's getting the job done. I don't think I have an answer that's going to make you think, yeah, solid, we're there. There are some guys that I'm not too certain are getting the job done, well, but I don't... Uh, it, the problem is it's such, such a weird state back there that yeah. you just kind of don't know. It's, okay. it's funny, right? Because I, I don't like talking about St. Louis FC hopping back to those days. Yeah. But we, we'd get the lineup for St. Louis FC and it'd come out. It'd be like back four of Duty, Musa, Fink, Siasulka. We'd go, oh, yeah, that, that's, a good, that's a good back four. That's a good line. Yeah. They'd get hammered forward. <laughs> you know? It, mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. I think familiarity breeds familiarity. Yeah, yeah. Um, okay. This is from Jeff MLS-St. Louis, but then is handle is actually Mike something Mike no agenda so I don't know if his name's Mike or Jeff but uh, he would love to hear some loud cheering for Lovin based on his nickname Adu his last name is just hard to make loud and clear what, uh, he's, he's he wants just, us to do it now <laughs> I think he's just given chant ideas for Florida noise but uh, I mean I, I kind of like St. Lovin <laughs> <laughs> but I mean I've heard I've heard a couple times this year people doing the Louvre and mm-hmm. Louvre, you know, trying to get the call and response going with that. But yeah, I mean, some names lend themselves to chance better than others. Uh, but as far as I'm concerned, eight is the best player we have. And, you know, that's, that's the guy I love seeing out there when he's, when he's fit and playing. I don't know if we have a good chant for him, but, but he makes me smile, <laughs> especially when there's a dead ball. He's, he's, oh my God. He's, he's brilliant. Yeah. I'm sorry, he's brilliant. And again, kudos to Lutz for yeah. knowing about him. Uh, this is the last question. Vonder James, um, he says, with the hindsight most of the season, how would you rate how the pre- and post-MLS fan bases are getting along? I Honestly, I think it's really good. Um, I'm not seeing a lot of, uh, hey, back in my day, or, or this is how we do it. I think... Some of the new people are asking questions and they're getting answers, and I think they're appreciating those answers. Um, but like when I go to the street parties, I see people at the street parties who I've known for ten years. <laughs> I see people I've known for five years, and I see people that I don't know or I've known for one year, just this or year, five days, <laughs> right? And and I think everybody's getting along good. I mean, obviously, you you there, hang around your friends, but and there are times where it's like, hey, we've done it this way. Yeah. We, We've 
this isn't our first rodeo. We've yeah. done this. We we know what we're doing. We got it. Yeah. You know, or we've that tried happened. that before. Yeah. This is what happened. Or or we even looked into trying that now, and yeah. it's just not going to work on this scale. I mean, and you also and get, we tell a lot of old people too. Yeah. We can't do that anymore. Yeah. We've we've quit doing things. But like also, I get win, winning. Masks. Yes. Oh, oh yes. yeah. yeah. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. It's not like we were right. a perfect team before, and now they're shit. Yeah. Like the, then we might be saying, "Hey, back in the days, we won." Uh, that's not a problem. You know, back in the day, we did this, but you turn around and go, "Yeah, but you." Yeah. Season, we were fucking awful, yeah. and we wanted to beat each other I, up. I will say the the more things that come up are like I'll have people DM me or tweet me and say, "Hey, you know what would be cool after the games if we sang Wonderwall." And then you have to say, well, you understand, that's a Minnesota thing. Oh, I didn't know that. Or, you know, we should sing this song. Mm, we can't really because that's that belongs to this team. Or, you know, we should do this kind of thing. It's like they don't I don't think people know the overall culture of the league. Well, and I think the excitement and enthusiasm yeah, it's never is bad. so new and fresh that I think people are in such a rush to share their yeah. excitement that they don't use Google. Well, and also... Like, just take a second to say, yeah. is anybody doing Wonderwall? Oh, shit, Minnesota United is. Well, that was a good idea. And I don't think... I, I've never had anybody say, oh, well, that's stupid. We should do it anyway. They're all like, oh, okay, yeah. I didn't know that. I mean, I think a lot of people are learning. Uh, and it's not just MLS. Oh, there's a there's a history in USL. Um, why don't we call it Lou City? Well, because that's Louisville City in USL. Yeah. And we have a history with them, so we're not going to call St. Louis City Lou Even City. Even if we don't have a history with them, well, somebody's yeah. doing that in soccer already. But we, yeah, I think we've done some education, but I don't think it's ever been. I don't think we were, you know, preaching to people, and I don't think people aren't receiving it. I think it's just of, oh, I didn't know that. Now we move on and do something different. I think it's been pretty good, actually. Yeah, it has. And the, the one that really got me was the guy who wanted to call the support section the Cauldron. Yeah, that was that was that was where is this satire? Are we, is there not yeah. bad news in the group? What's going on here? That, well, and that, I will that say that was the one time that was like, oh, good lord! I will say we've we've pulled back. Well, most of us, not everybody, but most of us have pulled back out of those generic fan groups where a lot of the craziness happens. Um, and with like, we should have signed messy comments. <laughs> Or, you know, wouldn't it be cool if we all held up yellow cards? Well, that's cool if you want to do that, but we're not doing that. Because that's something Louisville did as a Chevrolet promotion, you know, and we mocked it mercilessly back then. No, but they're doing something. Yeah, they're, yeah, they're and doing I, and I'm, okay. I'm not, like, negative about no, no, no. it. Just, but, like, some of the crazier conversations happen in those groups where nobody knows the culture. And, and some of our people do get snotty and preachy in that, and I'm like, ugh. I don't want to see that, so I've just kind of dropped out of that altogether. Uh, the people that are on the Luligan page or interact with the Luligans on Twitter, by and large, are are there because they want an honest opinion or they want our opinion. Um, they see it as a a organically growing yeah. source of information where where they can be a part of it. Yeah. And I think the other supporters groups. Um, it's, some of them have more newer members because they didn't exist back then. But there are older people in those groups, and I think they're all getting along fine. I haven't heard any I haven't heard any complaints about the old people don't get along with the new people kind of thing. I don't know. Uh, and Jeff MLS piggybacked on that. Are there thoughts to, to do in the offseason? Yeah, we'll still be doing our, 
our Halloween uh, full kit wanker party. We'll have our holiday party. We'll have our charity game in, in January. We'll do events in the off season to keep people together and to get more people involved. So at, at second shift, we'll be at second shift for random events. We'll be at second shift a lot. Just because we, we can. Yeah, we like those people. I think that is all the questions we have for today. Um, Speaking of which, yep. our friends at Second Shift, there might be a little piece of merchandise coming from our friends at Second Shift involving involving one of our favorite beers. Oh, so well, there we go. Keep your eyes peeled. So that's all we got for today. So join a, or join us at Second Shift on Sat, is it Saturday or Sunday? Saturday, Saturday for the watch party versus Orlando. When, this is the hard part of the season yeah. where the, it's never it, all the days. There's only like what one home Saturday game. It's weird. Yeah. It, everything's just like it's like they put it into a barrel and shook yeah. it up. So Saturday, second shift for the watch party Wednesday night down on Luligan Street before the game and then at home versus FC Dallas. And then the following weekend, we are getting on a bus and going to Kansas City. Still tickets available for that. Uh, if not, I'm sure there would be places around town. Showing the game, and also that's the bronze boot game, I believe. It is. So it is. if you're not making the trip to Kansas City, you can still go to City Park and watch the bronze boot game. I have a feeling there's going to be a lot of phones out during that bronze boot game yeah. watching the... Yeah. But hey, that's a great... That You know, if you can't go, that's a great way to spend your evening. Live soccer is always a good thing to do. So I don't have anything else. Thank you guys for listening. Matt, you got anything else? No. Paul in England wanted to talk about some sort of pie. Night. Yeah, I didn't know what he was talking about. I... I don't need an incentive to have a pie night, Paul. We'll just have some pies. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I was going to say, have you seen this group? Yeah. yeah. I was, we don't need an excuse. Uh, Paul just randomly texts me sometimes, and I think he thinks I'm a part of a conversation he's been having for a while, but <laughs> I just got like the third <laughs> message, and I didn't get the first two. So There may be a confusion thinking I'm... Yeah, well, yeah. That's probably... Exactly. That's yeah. probably it. Or, uh, or... Or not. Or not. <laughs> that's the best thing. Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. Mitch, do you have any other comments, questions, or, or things to say on the pod? Leuven. 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 The devil bowed his head because he knew that he'd been beat. And he laid that golden fiddle on the ground at Johnny's feet. Johnny said, devil, just come on back if you ever want to try again. I done told you once, you son of a bitch, I'm the best as ever been. He played, found a mountain, run, boy, run. Devil's in the house of the rising sun The chicken in the bread pan are picking out dough Granny, will your dog bite no child, no? <laughs>